mounted his horse. I looked up at him. He motioned for me to come along, so I walked beside his horse down the trail that led under the big live oaks and past the spring. When he'd gotten out of here another house, Papa reached down and put a hand on my shoulder. Now, Travis, he said, you're getting to be a big boy, and while I'm gone, you'll be the man of the family. I want you to act like one. You take care of Mama and little Arliss. You look after the work and don't wait around for your mama to point out what needs to be done. Think you can do that? Yes, sir, I said. Now, there's the cows to milk and wood to cut and young pigs to mark and fresh meat to shoot, but mainly there's the corn patch. If you don't work it right or if you let the varmints eat up the roasting ears, we'll be without bread corn for the winter. Yes, sir, I said. All right, boy. I'll be seeing you this fall. I stood there and let him ride on. There wasn't any more to say. Suddenly I remembered and went running down the trail after him, calling for him to wait. He pulled up his horse and twisted around in the saddle. Yeah, boy, he said. What is it? That horse, I said. What horse? He said like he'd never heard me mention it before. You mean you're wanting a horse? Now, Papa... I complained. You know I've been aching all over for a horse to ride. I've told you time and again. I looked up to catch him grinning at me and felt foolish that I hadn't realized he was teasing. What you're needing worse than a horse is a good dog. Yes, sir, I said. But a horse is what I'm wanting the worst. All right, he said. You act a man's part while I'm gone, and I'll see that you get a man's horse to ride when I sell the cattle. I think we can shake on that deal. He reached out his hand and we shook. It was the first time I'd ever shaken hands like a man. It made me feel big and solemn and important in a way I'd never felt before. I knew then that I could handle whatever needed to be done while Papa was gone. I turned and started back up the trail toward the cabin. I guessed maybe Papa was right. I guessed I could use a dog. All the other settlers had dogs. They were big, fierce cur dogs that the settlers used for catching hogs and driving cattle and fighting coons out of the cornfields. They kept them as watchdogs against the depredations of loafer wolves, bears, panthers, and raiding Indians. There was no question about it. For the sort of country we lived in, a good dog around the place was sometimes worth more than two or three men. I knew this as well as anybody because the summer before, I'd had a good dog. His name was Bell. He was nearly as old as I was. We'd had him ever since I could remember. He protected me from rattlesnakes and bad hogs while I was little. He'd hunted with me when I was bigger. Once, he'd dragged me out of Birdsong Creek when I was about to drown. And another time, he'd given warning in time to keep some raiding Comanches from stealing and eating our mule, Jumper. Then he'd had to go act a fool and get himself killed. It was while Papa and I were cutting wild hay in a little patch of prairie back of the house. A big diamondback rattler struck at Papa, and Papa chopped his head off with one quick lick of his scythe. The head dropped to the ground three or four feet away from the writhing body. It lay there, with the ugly mouth opening and shutting, still trying to bite something 
As smart as Bell was, you'd have thought he'd have better sense than to go up and nuzzle that rattler's head. But he didn't, and a second later he was falling back, howling and slinging his own head till his ears popped. But it was too late then. That snake mouth had snapped shut on his nose, driving the fangs in so deep that it was a full minute before he could sling the bloody head loose. He died that night, and I cried for a week. Papa tried to make me feel better by promising to get me another dog right away, but I wouldn't have it. It made me mad just to think about some other dogs trying to take Belle's place, and I still felt the same about it. All I wanted now was a horse. The trail I followed led along the bank of Birdsong Creek through some bee myrtle bushes. The bushes were blooming white and smelled sweet. In the top of one, a mockingbird was singing.